Hello, and welcome to the Male Mental Health Podcast. The audience for this podcast is any man, but for also any woman or non-binary folk that wish to get a glimpse into the struggles of men. This podcast is intended to heal men so they may be more patient, kind, understanding, loving, forgiving, and nurturing. The tortured male is prone to anger, violence, and toxicity. Men are nearly three times as likely as women to become dependent on alcohol and frequent drug use. Nearly three-quarters of adults who go missing each year are men. Men are one and a half times more likely to be the victim of violent crimes. Men are three and a half times more likely to commit suicide. Men have caused 119 mass shootings since 1982, whereas women only accounted for three. It's time for that to change. I'm your host, Jordan Trubikoff. I've done everything from being a dishwasher to a successful entrepreneur. At the age of 16, I suffered from psychosis, major depressive episodes, manic episodes, and was ultimately admitted to the local psychiatric hospital. I've had hundreds of hours of professional therapy, formal training in meditation, read dozens of self-help resources, and have tried just about every combination of medications out there. I want to stress that I am not a professional psychotherapist, and I can only share the research I do, the training I've received, and the lessons I've learned. If you are thinking of hurting yourself or others, you need to seek professional help immediately. That's it. End of discussion. And if you are perfectly healthy, you should definitely still have a therapist or a counselor or professional support system. Now for our episode today, we're going to be covering uh, self-confidence. As always, let's begin with a quote. Be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. And that was a quote by uh, Bernard Baruch. Uh, And if you don't know who he is, um, at one point he was uh, the richest Uh, man in America, most powerful man. Um, He was a counselor to the president. Uh, He's big boy stuff. So to summarize his quote, in short, no one remembers your fuck-ups. No one hears the lies you tell yourself, and no one can make you feel any certain way. One of the tenets of the Four Agreements uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz Um, And if you haven't read this book, it's like an absolute must. Uh, I listened to it as an audio book on a uh, two-hour drive. It's nice and short. Um, What he said was, nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. How does all that relate to self-confidence? Well, dance like nobody's watching. Because honestly, people don't care. Shoot your shot. If you get shot down or fail, no one's going to remember or care or ruminate over it. Except you. But that's only if you choose to. And that should be a truly freeing realization. So what is self-confidence? The Oxford Dictionary states it's a feeling of trust in one's own abilities, qualities, and judgment. Frankly, it's the belief that you're good enough. Good enough to complete the tasks, good enough to make the best decisions with the knowledge you have at that time, good enough to ask him, her, or they out for dinner, etc. 
Really, it's the ability to be your biggest fan, whether in failure or success. Confidence is to practice the notion that it's good to fail. It's good to be rejected because at least you're trying. You come to understand that failure or rejection is not a reflection of your own self-worth because you know you're a badass. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And this is, of course, a quote from the great philosopher uh, Michael Scott of The Office. Now, please note there is a very thin line between confidence and arrogance. The behavioral scientist Christy Hartman states, Don't confuse confidence with arrogance. Arrogance is being full of yourself, feeling that you're always right and believing your accomplishments or abilities make you better than other people. People often believe arrogance is excessive confidence, but really it's a lack of confidence. Arrogant people are insecure and often repel others. Truly confident people feel good about themselves and attract others to them. Now, if you've been listening in the past, uh, arrogance sounds a lot like uh, folks who are under the spell of their egoic mind, right? So what are the benefits of having a strong self-confidence? Shit, where do I even begin? Well, with your own mental health, of course. Professor Roy Bowmaster of Florida State University conducted a study with a population of 31,000 college students from over 30 universities all around the globe, and he found the link between confidence and happiness was almost 50%, and in statistical analysis, 50% is a wildly close relationship. Remember, I'm not like a statistician, so that's what I read. In summary, a good, healthy self-esteem predicted more satisfaction with their lives. And I have to point out at this part of the study, um, that I came across a word, and as mentioned before, spelling and reading is by far my biggest academic failure. Like, my biggest fear is being asked to lead, like, a huge conference where I have to, like, turn around and search for something on Google and try and spell it out on a huge screen. Uh, Like, my lexicon is decent. I I speak good and I rock good. But ask me to spell something without spell check and I'll I'll fucking break spell check. It's not happening. Uh, As such, I'm going to insert uh, how Google reads it back. The word is allegedly the longest word in the Oxford English Dictionary, and it is defined as the action or habit of estimating as worthless. The definition of low self-esteem involves making a disparaging or low-worth judgment about the self, yet there is mounting evidence that people with low self-esteem are not merely negative about themselves— Rather, they express a generally negative attitude toward many events, circumstances, people, and other realities. That is, they have a tendency towards... Dude, there's like four C's, nine I's, like... And I'm not kidding, I went back and counted that. It's it's wild word. Okay, so back to it. How do you cultivate confidence? 
To start, a, a method I found that's wildly interesting and fun is uh, to become an actor in the movie you are trying to live out. Uh, Beyonce, the goddess herself, uh, uses this exact technique. She becomes an alter ego. Uh, she becomes Sasha Fierce before going on stage. Uh, this alter ego is more confident, and sexy, and stronger. Shakespeare once said, all the world's a stage, and we're simply the actors. Um, why not be the more confident, sexy, and proud version of yourself you want to be? This technique comes with a strong caveat. You cannot lose sight of yourself, nor how badass your true self is. I'm not encouraging you to lie to yourself or anyone. Just be a more badass version of yourself. Visualize you succeeding at what you want to happen and chase it. Remember, you fail or get shot down, good. Do it again and do it again and do it again and do it again. Another method, um, and this is a quick exercise, so get, get ready to be on your toes. You ready? Okay, think of something someone did in high school that was silly or super embarrassing. Time's up. Could you think of anything? Even if you can, is it something you lose sleep over? Is it something that changed you? More than likely not. People don't ruminate about the silly shit you did. That's what they do about themselves. If they choose to, of course. Remember, we are all in our own dream. So, in two weeks, that person that turned you down won't ever think of it again. And if they do, fuck them. They ain't worth your time anyways. Here's another one. <laughs> I've been cursing a lot in this episode, so sorry, Grandma. Um, say fuck it. If you're hesitating or you're stuck in your head wondering about taking a chance on asking for that raise or for a better price on the car you're trying to buy, um, verbally say fuck it and then do it. Just surrender to all the possibilities. I've always been told the worst they can say is no. But I can personally attest, the more I've just said fuck it and asked, I've been surprised at the results. Just this last week, I've been working on closing on a new house for myself. Um, and now everyone listening knows how banana split nuts uh, the housing market is right now. It's highly competitive. It's insanely inflated. There's low inventory, all that. One of the last steps before everyone agrees and money changes hands and you like go to the USPS a website and change your address is you submit a list of things the inspector found wrong with the house and you ask for remediation on it. Now, at this point, I'm terrified. It's the inspector's job to find stuff, so he's going to find stuff. But I didn't want to ask for anything. I figured they may get pissed and just say, no, no way. Now we don't even want to sell the house or we'd have to back out, um, and we'd have to start all over again. You know, those kind of thoughts. My realtor is very experienced, and she just said, fuck it, dude. The worst is a no. And by following through with that, I ended up with thousands of dollars in concessions and a new roof for my house. Another important part of all this is don't ever have your heart so set on something or a particular outcome that if it doesn't go that way, it destroys you. When you try, you're going to fail. You're going to be told no. You're going to fall down. 
It's how confident you carry yourself after you bruise your knees. The person that told you no may find they made a mistake because of this huge sense of confidence you display after that. But, I mean, it's, we don't really care what they think, remember. It's about what you think. You're projecting to the world. You're projecting, I'm fucking rad. I'm kind. I'm patient. I'm smart. I'm loving and clever and funny and strong and, 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 and. I promise you, if you can project that and think that way, even if other people can't hear you, you'll feel it. If you can project that, you are that confident person. You just don't know it yet. Here's a final quote. What people think of me is none of my business. One of the highest places you can get to is being independent of the good opinions of other people. And that was by Wayne Dreyer. And with that, I want to thank you all. Please follow, like, and share this with others. Please engage and follow me on Instagram at male mental health space podcast or underscore podcast. I think it just puts that in there. Uh, Spread any of the words that I've quoted or uh, rambled on about uh, with anyone that needs to hear it. Uh, All I can do is continue to put out the best content that I can. But, of course, I need your help to spread the word. This is on us. This is all on us. Let's be the best soul, body, and mind we can be. Being a man comes second. Thank you.